Hello, folks. This is Lars. Welcome to season five, episode one of Kagan No Side. On this episode of Kagan No Side, we will have the reviews for this past season. That's the spring season of 2022. The previews for this upcoming summer season. And certain things that have to be said about this particular radio show and other particular news of merit concerning that. So let's get started right now with the brand new season Okay, get no side. Right after this. We're back to Kick and No Side. Season 5, Episode 1. This is our ass. We got a lot to get to. As most of the majority of the season has ended. So let's get started with the reviews for the last upcoming season, that's spring, the last season, dealing with um the anime there this last season, that's this that last season that just passed spring 2022, which I thought as a whole, there were a lot of things missing, I'll get to that in the end. But first off, we'll get to some of the others here in just a couple of minutes. I'm going to start with Skeleton Knight in Another World. I thought the premise could have worked. I wanted to see more out of this show than I originally got. This show needs another season. The elements are there. This show needs another season, honestly, to me. Because I felt some of, a lot of this was, a lot of it works, but I don't know how I feel about the main character as of yet. I think that he works because it's a skeleton, it's something a little bit different, but I feel as though as that, in one sense, they kind of made him into something that should have worked in another sense, but I really didn't feel it. I think it should have been, he should have been more of an anti-hero because we usually see skeletons as, you know, the weaker of the, of the one, the weaker of these enemies. He should have had more of a Castlevania look and then he upgrades his, um, you know how the skeleton people did, they upgrade his look, or upgrade the, 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 the look and all the rest of it, but as a paladin, they kind of muted his powers, which is kind of wild, they kind of muted how strong this, the skeleton really is. The rest of the 
particular world building and the setups and uh, set pieces. I wanted to like, I wanted, I wanted to like it, but they needed a second season. They need a second season, honestly, to have any sort of success there. Trapped in a dating sim. You know what? <laughs> I like this show because it reminds me of other shows they used to do in the United States. Um, I'm trying to figure one of them out. It's not Bill and Ted. It's a movie in that particular sense. But you have a guy that you know, he, he, you can say it's a little bit of Revenge of the Nerds, that sort of thing, but all is it is pretty much that particular setup. Um, but this particular show reminds me of some of the, of the other shows and movies that they used to do in America, not so much anymore because of the whole superhero thing and whatnot. That really, really shows that if you know what you're doing, you can accomplish a lot. I really like the lead. I think the animation has somewhat hurt what they were trying to go for. If this was animated a little bit better, I think they had something here. I really really enjoyed some aspects of this show i think they could have done fleshing out more of his um and they they knew that they couldn't they didn't know who um how he knew how to beat those guys because it was he knew from the game and they really um, didn't understand that how he could figure out ways to get those characters in the game to go into a different direction. He knows how the game ends and all the rest of it. So it's sort of like he's kind of like a demigod in certain sense. But in many ways, this is going to set up fantastically if it gets a second season. And I do want to see a second season. The way they handled the first season Especially with the main character was absolutely aces. Sometimes he's not so confident, but other times you know that he got this. He's not sure he got this. The play, the play, the, the um, dialogue between him and the robot is is funny at points. I, if this show gets a chance, yeah, you this show is entertaining for what it is. Now, next one here, we had the season two of Comey Can't Communicate season two. I thought we were going to see the other main characters come out, but that will be for season three. Season two was more of the same. The hijinks continue. The relationship between Comey and Tanamo continued. There was one particular part of the show, and it it was in the season finale. That uh, Comey pushed the father away. 
And you got to understand that just the position. You're going to see it in season three. Because there's, you're going to see it in season three. And you're going to see how through his silence, it's a spoiler. But if you know what Comey's dad did to get Comey's mom, then you will understand very interesting play in generational ideal that is in play here, especially with the father and the daughter and how they communicate with each other, even though they don't speak as much, which is quite intriguing in many ways. The rest of the show, they did a lot of tropey stuff towards the second to the last episode, second to the episode of the season finale. They did a lot of tropey stuff there, but the way they handled Comey is, it is quite intriguing and quite simple. And they know how to handle this. And it wasn't so much hurt by the live action show because the live action shows kind of like continue, but it is what it is. Third season is going to be the season where it will transform itself from just these two seasons. We're introducing the these secondary these characters that's going to there, but the next main characters and all the rest of it are going to really up the game for Comey and her friends. Um, Karen San. I'm going to be real honest with you. This show worked. I, people thought, oh, they're not going to get together. This is awkward, blah, blah, blah. This show was a lot better than the other show that they did in the winter, or I think it was the fall, dealing with the office worker and her, and the one that was it. It worked a lot better. Way, way, way. Harrison worked way, way better than the other show that they did. Or it reminded me of the one where, uh, I don't even remember the name. It's not Kiss Court. I don't remember the name, but you'll know when you see it. Same large guy, small girl, that uh, a smaller um student in, in, that, in high school and that sort of thing. Harrison gets into so many interesting plots and all the rest of it. Some people complained about the secondary characters there. That you they weren't there to overtake. This is the main problem. They weren't there to overshadow Harrison and Rido. They were not there to overshadow it. This is like Hajime and you. But it's done it a little bit differently because in one sense, because Rido really likes the woman, really likes Iron, and she adores Rido. And that relationship works because they want to see each other succeed. I'm going to get to the difference between these, these shows, these relationship shows. We'll talk about that in a minute. 
Um, one of the things here is um the other relationship show is a couple of cuckoos, and that one is more in the tune of the quintuplet series. Um, you did they adopted this, then the other thing. Some grew up with each other, some didn't, then they meet up, that sort of thing. We ain't going to do a full review of this series, but I kind of quite enjoy some aspects of the series. There's some interesting things that they did in this particular show. Hey, I'm not going to complain about it. It works when it works. It works when it works. The next thing is, um, Shikamori is not a cutie. Now, I want to make this real clear about Aaron saying Shikamori is not a cutie, isn't a cutie, that sort of thing, is not just a cutie, the couple of cuckoos and the other relationship shows, both some are coming for their second season and then killed. You can put Comey in this as well. And then and all the rest of it. And um, my dress up darling being one of the examples, I'm gonna make a, a very interesting case for why Shikamori is being hated on, even though I absolutely see, especially with the last episode that aired, I absolutely see nothing wrong with the show. It's just that the lead is way too weak. Even though Goro and all the rest of it, you can say Goro's the same thing and all the rest of it. Now, here's the main main issue with the with Shikamori with um Shikamori isn't just a cutie. Here's the main issue. We just mentioned it. The wit is too weak, right? The wit is too weak, right? The female character is overbearing in the sense that oh I gotta protect this dude that in many other circumstances wouldn't even get a shot and then there's another woman pining for this dude right and she doesn't understand that the happiness is going to happen with him or not. He likes her too, but not in the same sense as she, he likes Shikamori, right? So you get to understand how they met and all the rest of it, huh? And <laughs> in one sense, you understand it. But in another sense, it's almost like she sees him in many ways as a as a um fetish in a, in some in a way because it fits her standing of oh i can protect him he's not gonna harm me this then the other thing he's not gonna do anything on towards me and then i'm gonna treat him like he a soft boy i can pamper him that sort of stuff right wow quite interesting and they don't do so much of the fan service that people that some females in, in the industry as they grow older don't want to don't like too much because you know they can't necessarily 
feeding did, but that's not neither here or there, right? The difference between Dishon and Aronson is that Bridal wants to see Aronson succeed, and she likes Rido because he can handle himself. And they do fun shit together. Right? Goro in My Dress Up Darling helps this girl get her into cosplay of things that, you know, she should, should be watching, but again, not a here or there, but her sexuality toward Goro and others, right? And her expression of her sexuality off-puts many of the issues that Goro has as a, as a main lead. You understand what, what it is. And, and especially how the grandfather looks around and says, oh, I see what this is. Hey, he, he really wasn't that way. Oh, he's not that way. He can't be this. this, this. And, oh, he's just dressing up dolls and all the rest of it. The thing that hurt Goro in this first season, in the first season of that series, right, is that we never saw him work with dolls for one episode without the female lead. But because the female lead was generally like Goro and wants her to succeed and everybody else around him is doing the hijinks and everyone's having a good time and all the rest of it and there were some um, situations where they have to be resolved. That's why that show, My Dress Up Darling, became so successful in the States and someone in Japan and all the rest of it came so much successful. What hurts Shikamori and somewhat Yubeki Chan is that the overbearingness of the two lead of the two female leads. But what makes Yubeki Chan work? Is that this dude is doesn't give a damn about her antics unless it reaches to a point where you gotta say, nah, stop it. You're going too far. Rido can with Aaron saying roll with the punches, especially with the understanding of how the family makeup was. And he was just said, Oh, okay, I see what this is. Without giving any sort of bad mouthing or what have you with this male lead of you Becky Chan you see he gets into hijinks he can't stand the BS but there's certain things that she has that like okay what have you I'll deal with you for now you young this that, and the other thing anything happens if you go overboard we we, we sending you back to the, you know, house. But I don't think it will reach during the second season. But I can see that a lot of things get put off because of the way she acts. Shigamori acts more like this dude is more of her fetish than her boyfriend. Whereas with Aaron San, 
and with the other show that we're going to review next up um the third season of love is war things had built up with things built up to a point where everything is understood and people follow it and it makes sense and it gives the characters agency and all the rest of it comes to together in a nice ball i want to see a second season where they make some certain improvements in the way this show is done especially with the lead that he does he starts to get lucky he starts to have some uh, um moments of clarity as a man that sort of thing he doesn't be seen as weak he has different hobbies that she might be interested in and i want to see the shikamori to have some sort of him humility you know some sort of kindness that she doesn't see him as an object that she needs to pamper and bow over. Same way in then a lot of men do for a lot of women in certain ways. So, speaking of which, let me get to that show I was just mentioned. I just mentioned. Season three of Love is War. I think that the one hour show saved the whole freaking season that one hour special actually it pretty much makes one the franchise an underrated show underrated series we've been building up to this since episode five of the first season it's been building up since then and then you heard the penultimate episode that he was going to Stanford to study in the United States. So it comes down to, okay, how does, how does he feel for the Kajo? How does she feel for the Kajo? Turns out she kissed him in the top of the building at London Bridge, Big Ben, in a deeply romantic moment that shows used to do back in the day you know those old good ones and you get a sense that we have finally reached one major climax in the franchise we've been building up since episode five of season one and the payoff was beautiful that is how certain things are done it worked season three worked in that particular sense here's a show that i think some people need to have a different look into and that show is hold on let me make sure i got this right here um not this one um i'll 
get ooh, there's a show that we have to really, really, really get to. I really want to see this show. This show is uh, I'm going to say some a lot of stuff about this show. Um, if I remember correctly, what is the show's name? Um, the show's name has to do with um, not with brides or anything. Um, I will get to Data Live Five. Uh, a four. Well, they already announced that Data Live Five is coming soon. So, I think I will will mention that too. And they did um all these other things here. I'm sorry, folks. This is getting a little longer than I first expected because is this the one that we're looking for? No. They put these things in so many different places. And it shouldn't be this way. No, this has to do with horses. But we'll get to the horse thing because I didn't see much of it. Oh my. Okay. I can I can mention it. So this series that they aired, it's related to another show that aired last that aired about three and a half years ago. I mentioned it earlier last in the I'm sorry, it's Dawn of the Witch. Sorry for the delay. Dawn of the Witch. This was based on a different series, right? And if they made this sequel, side story, this then and the other based on that season that aired about a couple of years ago, 2016, I believe. And unfortunately, this show is beautifully it is beautiful it has some interesting moments that sort of thing you're lost i i hate it it's not that i hate the show no i hate it when i'm lost i'm lost this should be a night this should be a good show i don't think that the the, the main the other characters and all the rest of it there's some cute characters here i'm lost they did some very interesting shit with their magic stuff and all the rest of it, but I'm lost as fuck with this show. I'm lost. And if you lose me, you are in big trouble. You can't lose me. That That's a problem. You can't lose me, bro. I'm sorry. You just can't. So, 
let's go to the rising of the shield hero season two <sighs> a lot of people dropped this show for the wrong reasons nah this show I cannot understand why people cannot stick with this with certain series and watch things play out. I thought season two was fine. A lot of people dropped the show after that. That's their prerogative. You're making a mistake. Oh, let's get big season three. You didn't understand season two. Season two sets season three. I think one of the problems was his animation. They have a different animation director. The other animation director is doing something else. And that's the reason why we have a lot of the problems. A lot of some of the pacing problems that were there. But there were some choices they made in the season finale of that show. Really interesting choices that they made. But again, last three episodes were better than the first 10 or so but you see you get to understand some of it i think a lot of the once they get back to their regular world in season three a lot of the things they did in season two will start to make sense in season three and i do mean a lot of stuff in season well, that's what I mean. So, if you didn't see season two and then season three couldn't say, oh, it's back, this and the other day, you made a mistake skipping season two. You've been warned. You've been warned. Okay. Let's see who's next. The hero quits. Huh. I am of two minds of this show. Two minds. Uh huh. I am somewhat confused. I really do mean it. Somewhat confused on the idea that. He is a genetic creation, and the bat, and he's going to work with the with the bad guys. I am confuzzled by that. I think everything else worked, but the whole thing with his, I'm gonna work with it, trying to make things a peaceful place. Yeah, understand. I have an issue with the saviors of humanity becoming kind of like the bad guys because uh, humanity ain't shit, that sort of thing. It only works in certain aspects. And I know they were going for something more extravagant, but in this, it, there's things that can make does wonderfully there are certain aspects 
maybe because of the way they do their animation and all of this, this thing needed a bit more punch. It needed way more punch than it actually than it actually did. But if they're gonna do a second season and he decides to become the demon lord, I want to see some really interesting stuff they could play with a new guy that comes up to try and beat this dude. I really want to see that and how it will end and where is it going to end up. That could be really interesting to me if they're going to sell them. So there may be hope for the show or they could go to a different direction that could even surprise me even more. Oh, Jesus. Now you're going to run all over the place. This is the life that one got to deal with here. I am so sorry, folks. I am so sorry. It's just this today. I'll explain this recording later on. Ay, ay, ay. The greatest demon lord is reborn as a typical nobody. Woo! Same problem with the hero quits. Same problem. I wish to God. Same problem with the this show. Same problem with the other show. Same problem. But again. They need to do more extravagant shit with these particular shows. I like this show a little bit better though because oh, it's the the lost love. She was the one we were going to rule the earth together, but she died in some bullshit way and this 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 and this and everybody saw it. Again, second season going to improve a lot from um this first one they should have a second season honestly date alive for i'm gonna make this real clear ladies and gentlemen the first three or so episodes mm -mm. i thought it was done oh i was wrong as the season went along we got it. We started to understand certain things. Oh my. Now everything makes sense. Everything is starting to make sense. The show is better than a lot of people give credit for. Thank goodness there's going to be a fifth season. And now we understand why. One of the main female characters though will do what she does. And we now begin to understand why certain things are what they are. It is really fucked up if you really think about it. It is. Ascendance of a Bookworm Season 3. Last few episodes were very good. I wanted to see more of it. I wanted to see, hopefully they can do a season four and, and flesh out more what they plan to do with her leaving. Um, 
Let's see here. Love at the World Domination. Power Rangers show. Well, Super Sentai show. We, we know we're going through the 55th anniversary of Ultraman, which recently had a movie come out, which was done by Evangelone's creator, or written by Evangelone's creator, Gigantic Kaiju Nerd. I mean, the Gigantic Ultraman Nerd. The dude. Ultraman is his life. Ultraman is his life. And he has, he worked on Shin, um, Godzilla. Second Godzilla, his own version of Godzilla, which was quite interesting from a lot of American people. Because you more people knew more about Godzilla than they know about Ultraman, because Ultraman has only had few series here. Then they had an animated series in the, I think in the late 80s. I think in the mid-80s, and which was okay. And then they kind of did Ultra 7 in and out on Turner Broadcasting for a couple years. Um, more people know about more people know about Godzilla than they know more about Ultraman than they know about Kamen Rider because the only series that came was Kamen Rider Blackheart as as you know as Saban's Mask Rider. So he's going to do Mask Rider from the first French series that had ninety eight episodes. Nine, yeah, ninety eight episodes from nineteen seventy one to nineteen seventy three. And he's going to air it at the 50th anniversary of the end of the first season's franchise in 1973 and 2023. Also to mention, there will be a 35th anniversary series of Kamen Rider Black, which will air on Amazon Prime Video Worldwide in autumn. So it's looking like it's late September, early October. Just to let you guys know. Uh, why am I saying all this? Look, if you don't put Johnny on Bush as, as Fudo, you did it wrong. He's there. And if you don't put, um, what is the girl that he, uh, the bad woman that he he was interested in, in the one of the seasons of the Power Rangers, if you don't put her as, um, Desumi, you did it wrong. You did it wrong. In fact, it is going to be the 30th anniversary of the Power Rangers. I need heavy-duty Power Ranger influence in this franchise. It's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be a funny take on the Power Rangers. If Johnny on Bush is not the lead, what the fuck are you motherfuckers doing? Hello, it's built for this dude. And then you can put the Green Rangers and then get everybody to buy the DVD, man. Get all the Power Ranger people to bother the demand and say, have fun. What y'all people doing? We're all heading to a 30th anniversary celebration. Come on, man. You're full of it. Don't do this. Oh, nah, nah, nah. We're, we're going to do a 35th, 30th anniversary show. A 35th anniversary, 35th anniversary show. We already know what those two series will be. We're going to do that. We're going to do a 35th anniversary show. We're going to do all sorts of stuff. And it's going to be fantastic. But to start that party going, Johnny Unbox got to be in this series. 
You got to do it. Speaking of this franchise, it's an interesting take on the whole Super Sentai genre. It is meant as a comedy. Man, is a comedy. <laughs> and it's a good comedy at that. The ending was quite interesting. But they're kind of like blind to the whole fact that the leader it likes the big likes the bad girl and all the rest of it. And she got special powers and all the rest and all the little intricacies and whatnot. I think that that's some very interesting stuff that they did there. Uh, I kind of enjoyed it. I really did kind of enjoy it. So, and if you're a Power Rangers fan, you'll enjoy it too. Love after world domination. Interesting um, note concerning the bad guys. Again, with the whole Mass Rider motif, since everybody's celebrating anniversaries these days, the bad guys that Sumi is with it has all these masks and does the hang thing that Shocker does when it comes to Mass Rider. So, a very nice call or pull menu concerning that particular thing. So, it's going, it, it's fun. It's fun to see. Summertime rendering, we'll get to that in the fall and do that review for that one. Tonomachi game. Mmm. I don't know. I'm going to have to give it a second watch to see how this thing works. I need a second watch. I need a second watch. I need it. I, I have to see it one more time. I want to see it one more time. We'll see what it happens with it. The executioner and his her way of life. Sometimes some shows need 26 episodes. This was one of them. You needed to. You needed a, one long core. I was just lost. Now, the first episode I understood on the resume, I'm just lost. But all of it, I can't make heads or tails. There, there may be some love interest, this, that, and the other thing. But I'm all after all that, I was just lost. Completely lost with this show. I really want to like this show. I really do. And there were some very intriguing things that they were trying to say in this show. Uh-uh. I wanted to like this show big time, but I was just lost with it. If a second season, they, they need another director to look at this and try and fix some of the pacing problems. The pacing problems were out of control in this one. Yeah, boy, call me. I'm, I wasn't feeling it. I have to be honest with you. I wasn't feeling it. Your boy can say nah. Elias is not with the bar. In this show, the vibes, we're not vibing. 
the frequency was off. Every aspect of this show worked. I just couldn't vibe with it. Was it the lead? I'm not sure. I just couldn't vibe. It, it, it It's just, it, it worked for you. It worked for you. I never, I didn't feel it. I'm sorry. I didn't feel it. If it gets a second season and there's some things that could work out, eh, eh. But even in second season, it just, no. It didn't work. I wanted, I, I, I felt it somewhat needed to do some things, but it didn't work. It didn't work. So I fell in love. So I tried to prove it. R1, sin zero. I don't know what happened with this second season of this show, but not that it was bad, but it was uninspired. Except for two or so episodes, it was uninspired. There were some funny moments, sure, but it was uninspired. It's like a lot. These directors, freelancers, all the rest of it, some aspects of it is hurting the flow of these shows. It's hurting it. And that's what's going on with this season. Everybody got other shows they want to do, other projects. Um... Chainsaw Man is coming soon. You know, I didn't feel it. I did not feel it. At, it's not that I didn't feel it. It's just it wasn't in, it. It wasn't inspired. Nope. Not that day. We're gonna continue with Aoshi, and then Blue Parade is also coming later this year. I mean, actually, this upcoming year. So we're gonna have two soccer shows back to back. But so far, I, I kind of am interested in that series. Damon Recipe for Happiness. You have to have some sort of patience with this show, but the patience pays off. Good show. Not so much. Eh? Some interesting interludes between the main characters, but if you are prepared to slow down and really watch and take in some aspects of this show, you'll be rewarding. Nah, it's not bad. In the heart of Kenuchi Tsubaki. Oh. She found out. Heartwarming. Don't mind that other episode. That's what they do. But heartwarming. Funny. It makes sense. That's all I got to say. I'm going to put this as improvement from last season. The Demon Girl Next Door season two. Now it makes sense. This was the bet. This is one of the better underrated shows this season. What? You didn't like the show last season. Like I said, I told you certain shows need one season. Needed a second season, and this show was one of them. Then I began to understand, ah, uh, that's why she adds this one. Ah, uh, that's why this is at the, oh, that's how she looked. And it, and then everything starts explaining, this girl's actually funny. She don't know what the internet is, it's funny. She do stupid shit, it's funny. She does the other, it's funny. 
down. I actually laughed. It was fantastic. It's all fantastic. I finally felt that I understood the rivalry between um the demon girl and the magical girl in this show. I absolutely understood it. Uh, the uh, Yukio or Shamika Miko, that sort of thing. So I felt that that show kind of worked in the second season. That's why I keep saying you need to have a second season in order to get these shows off the ground. I want to see a third. I think they can improve on the second season and go from the third season and do some interesting things there. Um. Hit show on the review list. Heroines run the show. Um, from Lay Deuce. I kind of felt that this show got really serious in the final four or so episodes before the season finale and the season finale kind of like kept certain things um quiet concerning how they handled the situation of jealousy when it comes to this idol thing that they do in japan and in korea and in most of asia of course I'm going to keep this in real simple terms. Um, I don't know what to tell y'all. I really don't. I like those four episodes for the simple reason that they showcase the devastating reality of what this particular thing with idol culture, idol worship over there really goes through and how absolutely violent and dangerous it can absolutely be. That I believe they got right. And if those four episodes were the reality of the situation is, this show would have been one of the best shows of the season. I thought they had something with those four episodes that they don't really show, really show an anime, uh, an animation of all kinds. They really do not show the antagonists defeating the female protagonists. They never did that. Of course, they kind of spinned it away, but it is really shocking how they kind of left that be. I didn't, I don't know if I look, if, do I want to see more of this? I don't know. I really don't. I really don't know. But the way this thing was handled in those four episodes before the season finale, I absolutely believe, yeah, that this is, this is what's going on. Now they could talk about other things, but I don't think the way their audience is set up they can accept it as it is, but you never know. I've been surprised myself. 
Okay. R J P R J J RPG real estate. Okay. I like the show. Because they tried to do something different. And I, I really, really believe they've tried to do something different. Um, One thing about Japanese RPGs is that, yes, you're going to have your standard RPGs, your ancient base, your turn-based, Dragon Quest, Final Fantasy, and Megumi Tensei series. Um... You're going to have certain other series like Dark Cloud and many other particular things as well. You're going to have level 5 Square Enix, um, Tri-Ace with Star Ocean. Doing the same things as Trek, let's not go there. Um, you're going to do, you're going to have all these things in that particular sense. Okay. One of the most successful series concerning with RPGs in Japan is the Altier series. They don't talk about the heroes. They don't talk about the villains. They talk about the people that do the items. For the heroes and the stories that they tell in their in those particular day and they had been successful in the 90s somewhat and they were successful again in the mid 2010s to right early 2021 okay so now we moved on from the heroes and the villains to those that live in the inns, to those that buy houses for the people that live in the areas where the inns are located. Okay. That's why I said it works. Because there's world building, there's overall world building, and then there's this is how the world is constructed. And then there's, this is how they live. And this is then, this goes into the place where, well, they all need houses for the places that they live. So it's one turtle, the next turtle. I'm not, I'm saying this in a good way. I'm not saying it in a bad way. And another turtle, we don't know how far the turtles go. There were some interesting things they did in this series. And some people may not like it because it came from the same place that they said this order's a rabbit, but he was he's a good writer in this one, and in this particular series, there were some funny moments that were this, that, and the other. I it was an interesting series. It's something different. I can't fault them for trying. Can't fault them for trying. Don't hurt me, my healer. This was a digital manga. From this it. 
Some people left these this series a little too early. Ah, uh, there are American television series that a lot of anime fans do not watch, right? And there's some Japanese series too that they don't watch either that has to do with comedy that does this very interesting subversive humor. This is not so much Monty Python, but many of its similar cousins that I recognize this really quickly and I kind of judge it on the basis of, oh, it's not my thing, Python, it's not this, that, and the other, but it can be funny if it's done, if it's seen in the right context. And so this is more of a comedy than an actual you know, adventure and all the rest of it, which kind of, which made the anime, which in the animation side of things, it hurt the animation kind of hurt some of the gags that they were trying to do. But there was some very funny stuff in this show, but I could understand it if someone really liked it because it was too prodding slow and the jokes when translated today, they were trying to do something towards the British subversive type of things that Cleese and others were doing back in the day compared to what they kind of do now in Japan and all the rest of it. And, it. and when you try to translate it into other languages, you know, Camille ba uh, Komoto Basic did a joke or an in-joke that was first done in a British television show, which barely anybody watched if they were anime fans, but a lot of people in Britain know this particular program and it was in this anime. Nobody knew what the fuck it was. Nobody knew what the fuck that show was there, but it was there. And once people saw it, I said, oh, now I see what they were doing. And in many, what about uh, when you talk about the rap industry in the uh, in the anime show right there? Um, what what was this show? Um, Amagi Brilliant Park, the and the names that they used for the main characters they all originally came from the rap industry in the United States. And the lead actor is named after Kanye West. That takes some type of... That's, that's some type of tact and... Interesting world build, building and character direction that I don't see in other places. So I'm just saying, but they kind of learned it from the best, especially from Gundam. But that's a longer story on that one. But don't hurt me, my healer could be interesting to some, but to others, I understood if they dropped it. Dance, 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 you <sighs> This was melodramatic. I'm talking in the sense of Okay. 
the way this show looks in many senses they thought oh this was going to be a yaoi no it wasn't even close to it but it was something very very interesting um love this than the other uh trying to get it there but the love story in this one oh boy that's that that was an interesting choice that was a choice to be honest with you that was a choice will this thing get a second season i don't know but mapper doing this one eh? now let me see this shaku and the little baby ghost it ended the way it ended it was a cute show it was inoffensive it do these things it was to make people smile if you like the show it's cool if it's not your thing it is what it is i thought it worked they have to do something really different in the second season to say i now know where all these things fit black rock shooter downfall dawnfall What can I say, but this was just CGI in some places. Some places were drawn. I can't make heads or tails of this. I'm like, this, my hands are raised. Elias is confuzzled and perplexed. She does this. We got brunette looking Ken doll he's trying to recreate mankind uh, final battle was pretty okay but eh, eh, and eh? all I gotta say is eh? that's all I gotta say about Black Rock Shooter the second season <laughs> we're carrying on the Rose King We can finally do this review of this interesting digression into the story of Richard III, or a first version of it done by Shakespeare. My goodness, you—if you were Fujoshi, you were eaten, and I mean. It wasn't the Wagyu beef. It was a good $30 steak. Well, it cost $30, right? But it wasn't the actual Wagyu beef with the beautiful marbling and the right fat content to satisfy y'all. But $30 steak is pretty damn good. It's seasoned right. They left some of the seasons out. I'm just saying. But this interesting digression into Shakespeare's works, it, to me, for for me being more uh, of everyone knew Shakespeare, we read Shakespeare through high school. Some of us did, some of us didn't. 
and now moving it to something else. I don't want to go there. Richard the Third is an interesting choice for an anime, don't you think? And the way they did Richard the Third. This does capture the tragedy of that particular play for the first part of the play in certain ways. I felt there's those that if this was years before, they would have gotten away with a lot more and should have. But I understood some concerns. I understood some of it. If you're looking for something interesting towards the hit, the, this particular thing, you're a Shakespeare fan, you want to see how you can do retellings in a different light, especially a retelling based on the first draft of a play. And you can see how it can be done in this particular light that a lot of people are going towards. You could help one as you cannot disregard this particular show. There were just certain things in this show and this episode that I think that you, you can take a second look at it and you and you understand some of the ideas that they were trying to put out there. If this show gets a second season, and they really did, I really want them to try and focus certain things on, say like, the richest secret, how they evolved it, how does he handle certain aspects of it, I think that will kind of set things on a much more interesting platform. But as this show did, it works if you are a fan of Richard III or, you know, the Dalyington Abbey or at least the War of the Three Roses or Game of Thrones. Oh, come on now. Do you know they did the dang for Game of Thrones, the first series of Game of Thrones? Come on now. Stop playing. Then you know they did it. Come on, stop playing. You can handle this show. Requiem of the Rose King. 30 wing golf girl story. <sighs> this should have been a live action show. I hate CG eyeball. If there's one thing that Shikamori got right is that they never CGI'd the basketball. Let's give credit to them. Let's actually clap for that, please. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. They never CGI'd the ball. This show was CGI. They CGI'd the ball. And that's going to dock it a few points. Okay. Now the rest of this particular show. What was this all about? This should have been a live action show. I'm sorry. I, 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 what? A what? You can't say that. This check for really, this is a live action show, bro. I rarely see this for the day, but this should have been a live action show. 
This should have been a live action show. Stop playing games with me. Y'all need to just realize that certain things work in animation. Certain things need to be done in live action. This is not, this is out of place. I know what they were trying to do here. I actually think that there were some good moments in the show, but this thing is a live action show. For real. It's a live action show. It's not, this needed to be that way. It needed to be that way. I'm sorry. Um, Shimu, the animation, I think it ended um a couple of weeks ago. Um, actually, it ended like right in the fourth week of the summer season. I'm gonna put this in very simple terms. I kind of like the show, but you know, if they give it another chance, I wouldn't mind seeing it. But for all you Tsunamis fans out there, I never thought that we would have a Shimu animated series, but eh. It, it worked for what it was. Um, let me see here. Fanfare of Adolescence. I didn't see the Torch Jockey show that much, but I think it was good for the little that I did see it there. So, yeah, it was fine for what it was. Um... There were a couple episodes here. There was that stab life, great escape. Didn't see much of it. Um, Shadow vs. Flame didn't see much of it. Um, let's see. They did all these other did. We had the Yu-Gi-Oh! series. Want to make sure I get the other ones here. Um, I did dating sim. I did Shikamori here. Um, I did Ascendance of the Bookworm. Um, Tomamachi game. Summertime rendering. We'll talk about that in episode two, season five, when we get there in October. We're going to get there in October. So we'll talk about that in October. I know when. We're going to do that one. Um, they did Dance Dance this year. Um, they did Saruman's Club and they had a delay. I already did a review on that one. Let's see here. Purdy Wing, we already did that. Shimmy, we already did a review on that one. Um, let's see. Okay. So, that's pretty much the shows that we did for this particular season. Um, this spring season, I'm just going to make it clear to you. There were some announcements that, and, th and these shows were going to get things on a much more even keel, but... Some of it just fell apart sometime around the fourth, fifth week. Then they, they're they starting to be a lull. Then Arisan started to get better. And then it was more towards Arisan and the 
a Shinobi show, the Kuchi show. Um, towards the end, I felt the Tamagotchi game got very interesting towards the end, but a lot of people dropped it. I felt that Rising Edge of the Shield Hero 2 got better, but they dropped it too early. And they keep saying, I keep saying, don't drop things that early. And then there were other particular shows as well that I thought got better as things go along. But it wasn't like the other springs. And I think that the uh, one of the reasons why is because we had for the last three and a half years now, we had winter seasons that were outpacing everything in the entertainment industry no joke none and you can't and when you go from winter season to the spring season without attack on titan and one of the biggest shows in the world right now demon slayer when you go from that to these these other shows and i'm not saying they weren't bad or anything that's not what we're saying. We ain't saying that. But when you go from that to this, it's kind of a letdown. Human beings do it too many times. We got to understand it for what it is. But when you go from that to this, it's kind of a letdown. Now there has been some distance between the fall, between the winter and the summer season. And there are good shows coming in the summer season. We're going to mention them next. Maybe with that distance, there can be some things coming down. Those shows will have enough breathing space to have people watch certain things there. It will be seen in a much better light. So we're going to talk about the summer season. It's going to start at july 2nd go full out to july 13 14th and 15th i believe so we're going to talk about the shows that are coming up next season right after this on kicking no side this is a loss come walk with me Okay, folks, welcome back. Just one more thing. I know Spy vs. Family has two cores split. The first core, I just want to get through that one first before we continue. Spy vs. Family. I'm okay with this first season. I got to see what the second season does. Everybody likes Anna. The animation's top-notch. Is one of the best shows of the season, but I don't feel it yet. We'll talk more in October concerning that. Anyway, let's get to the summer previews. Overlord Season 4. That's right, Overlord Season 4. We're continuing with the story of Baska Ol. Brother in Life. Classroom of the Elite, Season 2. The Wretch is doing the series. It is based on a light novel. Tokyo Muppet Repository in advanced nurturing high school. 
seems to be a paradise, but in reality, it's extreme meritocracy. In the class of under the cheaters, Kiyoka has begun working with Siyun, who seeks an ascend higher. After a survival test on Uninhabited Island, they get to enjoy the luxury liner, but a new class of scrambling test will begin when we work for your class, your group, or yourself. This is going to be interesting. The devil is a part-timer at a restaurant. Well, fast food joint. Disney is helping work with this series. Oh, Jesus. Let's not go there. Sayumal returns for new shears, taking care of both a small gold broom from a golden apple. What? What? Golden apple? We know what happened with the golden apple, bruh. Dr. Stone will have a special episode. It's a one hour episode. It's a bridge between the third and the second season. Second and third season. Couple cuckoos will continue from there. And ladies and gentlemen, guess who's back? Belle Crandell, Hestia, and all of their friends in the Hestia family are back for season four of Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in the Dungeon? Good in the old Labyrinth series on a university that harbors a vast underground link known as the Dungeon. So we will continue with season four. Summertime rendering will also continue on. <sighs> Did we just call this show Prostitute? The Prostitute, season two. Thank you, please. We, we, we don't have to say much more about it. Stop it, stop it. I, I, even the manga creator went off the goddamn rails. I, I think he was trolling, but damn, that is a great troll if he was trolling, but damn. I'm just gonna call it the prostitute. Y'all, this, this show's mid. All the reviews over, this show's mid. Sorry, 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 sorry. My easy kid knife. The first two episodes back to back is done by Revel Root. It will air on New Year's Day, I mean, Independence Day on Monday. We don't know how many episodes it will have. Getting easy catered to a magical world and developing incredible powers is every otaku's <laughs> wildest dream. But for Sally's, uh, you Sally man, UJ Sano is the stuff of absolute nightmares. He's in the middle of a mountain of work when he gets unwillingly pulled to a fantasy realm, but he accomplishes the invaluable feat of developing a second character crash and making most of his monster tamer abilities. Now he keeps his office for adventuring for a living. But he keeps getting roped into major events because his powers are unmatched, second to none, and he doesn't even know it yet. Made in Abyss is the second season of this show. It's called The Golden City of the Scorching Sun. So the first episode will be coming on in a couple of days. Column in the Labyrinth of Another World. This is an Ichi show. And this is going to be an interesting one. It's done by Passion. Struggling with the life in society, student Michi Okaga wanders through the internet and lands on a very hard website. The website featuring a number of questions and a points-based system allows one to create his skills and a character. Upon completing this, Kaga was transported to a game-like fantasy world reborn as a strong man who can claim high-level girls. Thus begin the cheat and Harlem and the legend of a reborn man. 
Ooh, boy. Call of the Knights. Oh, ho, ho. It's a vampire. Ooh. A female vampire. Deducing in the modern world. Where, what does this remind you of, ladies and gents? Oh my. The synopsis reads, Rampine Sarada and Wanderlust, Kyo Kiyomi is driven to the moonlight streets every night for an English search of something he can't see in the name. His nightly ritual is marked by purposeless introspection until he meets Nazuna, who might just be a vampire. Kuro's new companion can offer him dark gifts and a vampire's immortality, but there are some conditions that must be met before he can sink his teeth into vampirism, and he'll have to discover just how far he's willing to go before he he can heed the call of the knights. Vampires are back, babies. Vermilion and a magician pushes through the strong magical world food with the strongest disaster. From staple entertainment, Alita Alto, a hapless student in Royal Orgula Magic Academy, whose academy performance needs much to be desired. Rather than take a more sensible approach to salvaging his grades for graduation, Alito decides to summon a bit of otherworldly assistance. Only as he does, he learns the legendary Succubus Vermeil into service as is familiar. But when the succubus is a powerful highlight to certain his children's grace around, her magic can only be privileged by a kiss, and that makes everything go to hell with a little's jealous childhood friend, Lilia. Oh, here's a very interesting one. Oh, shoot. My stepmother's daughter is my ex. Listen carefully. A young boy and a young girl started dating in middle school. They were lovey-dovey at first, but due to a misunderstanding over something trivial, they started feeling more frustration than excitement. In the end, they broke up, and when they graduated, however, Mitsuru Inu admitted they meet again in a surprising way before they saw high school. Obviously, I'm the older brother, Obviously, I'm the older sister. The child of their parents' new spouse They is the ex they just broke up with? Out of consideration for their parents, the former couple comes up with a sibling rule, which is whoever starts seeing each other's particularly attractive loses. But they sometimes run into each other after a bath. They're also alone at their way influence from school, so... Well, this is turning into the bold and the beautiful very damn quickly. Aoshi will continue. That's the soccer series. Black Summoner. This is a ancient fantasy based on a light novel done by Satellite. When Kelvin wakes up, he finds himself in an unfamiliar place with no memory of his previous life. It turns out that he'd been reincarnated into another world, but had exchanged his past memories for a powerful skills. Now Summoner, he heads out on a journey with the goddess who had brought him over to the new world who is his very first follower. Next show is Will, 
When will Inyemu make his move? Done by Silver Link. When this is a manga, we don't know how many episodes. Uh, when Emu Tanaka falls in love with the only other member of the high school Shoji Chess Club, Yatome, he files to confess his love to her as soon as he beats her in a match. But this proves to be difficult. Yushi nevertheless is thrown up by her aggressive style as the two begin a cat and mouse game in both Shoji and life in his heart tickling romantic comedy. So they play chess and he hasn't beat her in chess. So the day he beats her in chess, he can confess her love to her. Okay. Donomenia, Izuke Yakio. It's a, based on a light novel. Okay. A young pharmacist and researcher in Japan died from overworking and was reincarnated in a medieval version of Europe. He was reincarnated as a young man to a famous world court pharmacist had attended he had attained unhuman skills of ability to see through disease material creation and material destruction in a society where dubious medical practice is rampant price gouging through the monopoly of the pharmacist guild and good medicine isn't available to the commoners he was recognized by the emperor at the time and opened a pharmacy at the corner of the town he will wipe out the fraud that has swept through the world and delivered to the commoners for truly effective medicine that was developed using present-day pharmacology. Thus, the boy pharmacist will cheat to use his previous knowledge to create innovative medicines while helping the people of the parallel world, a story about living his new life to the fullest this time. Okay, this is an original series. It is called a gauge kiss. It is a comedy romance and supernatural from a one pictures Sony pretty much It will be we don't know how many episodes Bayron city and mega flow type city in the Pacific Ocean which doesn't belong to any particular nation as the mine For organum a new energy resource this city is the most noticed in the world now and have special causes demons called D hazards that have been occurring frequently. Only a handful of people know about the D hazards. They are handled by private military companies. Chu is a young man living in Bayron City who runs such a company, but his company is tiny. On top of that, he cherry picks his job, so he's always in a bind for money. His life, both publicly and privately, is being supported by a beautiful girl by the name of Kisara who attends a school in Byron City. And there's one more person that keeps him on her mind. Ayano, an employee of a major PNC that she used to work for and she's at Shu's ex-girlfriend. Kisara finds her unpleasant. At the root of Kisara's strong attachment to Shu is a contrast between them. Her true identity is that she's one of the D hazards. Kiara shows a poor shoes lifestyle and even insists his demon insemination on their contract. Dead price is a dangerously sweet kiss. There are uncertain frontiers between love and contract. Where is this destiny headed? Hmm. Uncle from another world from Atelier of Hundirok. In 2017, he was hit by a truck when he was only 17 years old. Takafuki's uncle suddenly awakens from a coma that lasted 17 years. 
When Takafumi visits him in the hospital, he sees his uncle Moto Renan says and declared that he's returned from another world called Grand Bamal. Clearly, his uncle's lost his marbles. Takafumi is a loss for words, but his uncle proves his claims by being in another dimension using some magic. Deciding he could use his house to earn a living and with no other relatives to call upon, Takafumi takes him and they begin to share in an apartment together. While living with his uncle, Takfumi learns about his fantastic adventures and boundless love of Sega's video games. At, at times, his uncle's lonely and cruel experiences fill particularly with both joy and sadness. Two men of different generations work hard to be video content creators in this new and exchangingly otherworldly economy sit in the corner of an apartment complex. This is going to be a very interesting show. Very interesting. Let's see how they change the tactic of this EZK here. The Mysterious Maid from Silver Lincoln Blade. It's based on a manga. There's something strange about the maid that was just hired. No normal person could be beautiful, cook such rich food, or know exactly what one wants before one asks. This particular me must be using magic. A spell must be the thing can I explain. This particular why the main character chest looks so goes so tight whenever he looks at her. He's going to get to the bottom of what this make this particular maid mysterious. Shadow House will get a second season. The mansion even has more secrets after finishing their debut. Kate, Emilico, and three other pairs who started with them begin new life. As adults, with the mystery of the Shadow House non-solved, a new incident occurred in the children's wing. Katie and Miracle, who the Starburst suspect of being malcontents, investigate a mysterious Roadshell who may be the culprit. What is the goal of this mysterious shadow? Interesting. So we'll see what Cloverworks can do here. Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. This is done by Nas. It's a brand new company, but this is a Big, big series that a lot of people absolutely enjoyed. One day, an unremarkable college student named Yuki Amara meets a talking lizard who asks for his help saving Earth from a crisis. Before he can refuse, Yuki is turned into a member of the Beast Knights and given a ring that gives him the psychic power of domain control. He is then immediately attacked by an enemy. But just seeing all of his loss, he's saved by the girl next to Samnier. But it turns out that Samnier isn't just really a saver of any kind. She's actually a demon lord who wants to conquer Earth. Drawn towards her surge strength and charms, Yuki becomes her devoted servant and acts to support her wicked schemes. Ryubi is already heir, which is called Ice Queendom. So... They have already aired the first episode on this certain places as well, so we'll see. The next one is called Yumatoro Mask of Truth. This is done by White Fox. It was based on the visual novels, 28 minute, 28 episodes. Yamato descends into chaos after the death of the Emperor ordered the General of the Right of Fugitive of Poison Empress Anju. In the battle with the pursuer to use the full party, Anaruko fusing his body and soul with the world itself. Before he says goodbye, he trusts Anju and Nekon's future to his friend Haku. 
Taking up his Jewish man's identity, Haku abandons his whole life. He tells everyone except Nakon who knows the truth that he is a Shoru. They begin to sit to Ananuki where Anu begins to recover and she rises up to take her right place, place as Empress. But Ryuku, the one of the eight pillars generals, attempts to take over the chaos and put a false empress to the throne. Yamato's armies begin marching to Anuki to kill the true princess. A war is about to begin that will engulf all Yamatoro. This will be the last chapter of the Yumato Moro series. All the mysteries will be revealed. This is it, folks. A story that started long ago, back in the late 1990s, will finally reach its final episode. And it's been a very long series. So, We'll get to that. Orient Part 2. This is the series that we were talking about earlier. So, in the ferocious battle for the Android Island begins now. So, this is the Android Island arc that they're doing. Dragon Quest is still continuing. Light Coast Recall. This is another original series from A1 Pictures. For these peaceful days, there are no secrets behind it all. A secret organization that prevents crimes. DA direct attack. And their group are all female agents like Chorus. This peaceful everyday life is thanks to these young girls. The elite Chiyosuniki is the strongest of the Chorus agent of all time. Alongside with Takuni Inu, the talented but mysterious Lakoris. They work together as one of his branches, Cafe Loco, Laiko Reco. Here, the orders of this cafe range from coffee and sweets to childcare, shopping, teaching Japanese to foreign and students, etc. The free spirited and optimistic pacifician and the cool haired but efficient Tayuna. The chaos every days of these unmatched duo begin. Dropkick on my devil X. This is the third season of Dropkick on the the devil. A devil by the name of Jashin Tan is summoned from hell into the demon human realm. Excuse me. The one that summoned her is Anadu Yurin, somewhat black-hearted college student living in a rundown apartment in Jinniboro. Though successfully summoned Jansen and Chen to the human realm, she has no idea to send her back into hell. So Yuna and Jansen had no choice but to live together. But according to Jansen, the summon devil can return to hell the summer or dies. So Jansen is trying to kill her. Not going to happen. <laughs> anyway, this next series is based on a novel. It is Love All Play. This is done by Nippon Animation. I, it's still on episode 13, actually. We don't know how many episodes it's going to have. It's still going on. Excuse me. Kingdom Season 4 is still going on. Now, I'm going to talk about this one. Futopai is the series for Mass Rider. Mass Rider W. It happens 10 years after the <clears throat> events of Mass Rider W. <clears throat> it is part of the 50th 
anniversary season of shows. So we have the movie Shinbats Rider. We have the 35th anniversary show of Kamen Rider Black. We have the 10th anniversary they already have done for Mass Rider, Common Rider Triple O. We have this particular series we will talk about in a minute. Then we're going to have, we still have um the movies, the secondary movies dealing with um Common Rider Revice, its movie, and then the Veil special series, and then the mystery series they did. And then the Chimera series they are doing, the short Chimera series they're doing on their streaming services there. And then the series is about to head towards its ending sometime around um, December, uh, uh, August. They usually end in August. So this is the day. It's going to be 12 apps, 24 episodes. In Futo known as Windy City, mysterious bunnies no dope plants bringing hammer using the dangerous Gaia memories. However, there are also heroes who use the Gaia memories to fight these criminals. A half-bold indecisive PI named Shoto Hitari and his partner Philip, an intellectual type PI. The two transform into Common Rider W, the legendary hero of Futo City. This is the First ever long form animated series for Common Rider. There was a television special with the 10 Common Riders sometime after Common Rider Black RS ended. But now it's the fir- very first one. So that one will actually air on August 1st. This is done by Studio Kai. It is based on a manga, but it's considered a same police supernatural. It's going to be a very interesting series. Next one here, League of Nations, Air Force, Aviation, Manga, and Luminous Witches. This is based on that television done by Shaft. It is a completely original series. You know, it's Luminous Witches. It is what it is. Next up, it's the actually the fourth season, I believe. Shine on back with bad boys. In an era where Samurai controlled Japan, the mass demons annihilated all by one member of the Shishigumi who worked to maintain the peace and public order of Kyoto. Seven criminals are chosen as substitutes for the deceased Shishigumi members, and they are led by Ichidaboshi, whose parents were also killed by the mass demons. He becomes a substitute for Commander Izami Kondo and goes out to the Mass Demons with other substitutes to avenge his parents' deaths. Former criminals rise to restore peace and order as their crazy story begins. Now it's time to shine the brightest. It's based on a historical and it's also a samurai show. Now, guess who's back? Back again. They are back. Tell a friend. Tokyo. New. 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 Let me repeat myself so I didn't get to the... Y'all know from the four kids era, they call it Mew Mew Power. It's Tokyo. 
new, new, new. Once again, let's not forget it. It's Tokyo, new, new, new. The scientists of the new project use the DNA of endangered species to create the team of heroines with amazing superhuman abilities. One of them, Ichigo Mamoya, awakens to discover she's on with all the skills of a little humanoid cat. Ichigo must band together with other Mew Mew girls to repair an aging incursion while all bringing hiding their double lives from, friend, from friends and family. We're back again. You know what these girls want. Prima Doll, which is a Miss Media project, is a sci-fi slice of life Cafe community boasted unusual washer of employees, uh, ball robots or Thomas mechanical doll service patrons with a smile, but they aren't always suited for domestic life. A few years prior, our town served weapons in the great war for feeling the Brody purpose for which they created. Now that the war has ended, these machines with human hearts search for a place in an unfamiliar, peaceful world. And their search begins at the Karanoke Cafe. Okay, Love Life Superstar episode one will, will come on the 17th of July. It's the season two of Superstar. Masay knows a slice of life. That's going to be an episode there. It's a short form one there. Smile of the Astronauta, the animation. This is based on a game. It is done by Linden Films. Hearing this magic academy of Ashram where everyone's required to live in dormitories, a close-knit group of girls known as pentagrams pursue their studies, including training and manners to become true ladies. Astronauta, one of the students in Ashram, lives in dorm five and is always with her dormate friends. Mai, who's the life of the party, Petite Abie, which is quiet and does things in our own place, Pictrix, which wants to be the kind's president, and Abermain, which always cool. They take their classes and work on their school studies together, and they throw tea parties in that room. We'll share the story of that as well. Which studio is doing a new series? Is doing only pen? They're still doing it there. Tap in. Laughing till you cry. This is based on a manga comedy school of life, slice of life. Yeah, you always single there, die hard comedian, comedy answering roles in the private Kazuyu uh, School of Namia, Osaka's entertainment district, famous for the starting point of many Japanese comedians. She reunites with Yomagori Takashi, a childhood friend, once formed the comedy group Kamabazaru with her when they were little. Before long, they find themselves putting together a routine pair like they did before in order to enter a local shopping area's contest. At that moment, a mysterious ghost calls out to them. Hmm. Gold shoot to the future. This is the first episode of a new series. It's Shonen Sports Series. It deals with soccer. So we have another soccer series there. The Prince of Tennis. Two under seven World Cup based on a manga. Uh... That one is about to start in a couple days. Um, then we have another one. This is a Josie series, Phantom of the Idol. Done by Studio Gorimi. You are one of the half of the boy pop group Zings. Maybe the laziest performer in the whole industry. 
His partner's out there giving one hundred ten percent every night. Thankfully, he's quite popular. But you always have to have sloppy dancing and frankly hostile attitude to the audience. Had the fans hating him and then Zayji looking for any excuse to cut him loose. The career of the Popeyes isn't just the path of lazy legion and the two expected. After a particularly lifeless conference appearance, you meet the girl Black Shades. He's dressed to the nines in a colorful outfit. She's full of women vigor and he just wants the life to perform. There's just one problem. She's dead. This is the ghost of Ashi Mugandi, the beloved singer whose time in the stage was tragically cut short. Unless Ghost the Real, is the spirit possession really that much of a stretch? <laughs> what is this? Extreme horses, music, and sports. Um, it's all types of sports. This is an original series from Seven Arts. The stories is said in the future not long after the present day. Hypersports which use extreme gear as a support items have become popular hobby competition between children and adults. Hidori Hama is a high school singer who has nothing to do with hypersports but a certain need to set the story in motion. This is the story of how we met our greatest friends. Interesting. Shine Pulse which is a music series. Um, this dealing with idols. A brand new sci-fi series by Science Saru and another original series. It is called Yuri Deco. Here's how it will go. Tom Sawyer Island is a city of strictly controlled information. The residents of this island use a visual information device called a Deco, decoration customizer to go back and forth between the super reproduction space and virtual space. There's a numerical social credit system among the residents measured in units called love. The amount of love one gets determines the resident's social standing, and this system is the reason for their peaceful society. Collecting love allows residents to expand their deco capabilities, so residents scramble to collect as much as they can. On Tom Solar Island, rumors spread of a Phantom Zero, rumored to call the Zero Phenomenon, which love is lost. One day, a girl named Barry gets called off from investigating this mysterious Zero Phenomenon of lost love and becomes an invisible being called Yurei. Barry meets another Yurei and a genius hacker called Hack and begin the Ghost Detective Club. As Barry walls the case in the Ghost Detective Club, she becomes closer to uncovering the truths hidden behind Tom Sawyer Island. Ooh, boy. KJ File. This story is set in a world where unique kaijus and mainly some of the poor and various places around the world. Members of the United Nations Monster Observatory will explore a world where kaijus with great powers and humankind live together. So it's pretty much a documentary series dealing with kaiju. Bang Dream Mortification. No, it is another Miss Media project. It's only two episodes. So we'll see what's going on with that. There's a couple of short forms here. Precore still continuing. Iwata Prince Nosama. Starish Chorge is a one-hour anime center to commemorate the 10th anniversary and new movie release in 2022 for that particular franchise. Car 5 Van called Wheel Dress 
That is episode one. It is the overdress sequel for Carl Van for Vanguard Card Fight. Nights with a Cat. This will air on August 4th. This is a short form series. There's two short form series. Back again, Evolutions will have one. Um, Yoka Watch as episode 62 now. Um, Space Academy is going through. Yusagi is there. Um, there's a couple of others here. And there's some kids series as well. So that is from the upcoming season. That is summer 2022. Some of them are going to air a little later than others. But get ready for that Mass Rider series. It's going to be something special. Really something special. And don't forget, there, there's going to be some surprises as well, too. And of course, you can't go wrong with Belle Cornell and the Hestia family as well. We will be right back with some important announcements about Kigen no Sai right after this. Well, folks, ah, I'm sorry about the issues with these, the, this recording. Um, I have to explain everything. Concerning the recording, concerning everything related to it. Excuse me. I know I'm doing this recording a little late and you might be hearing it a little later. And there's a whole lot of things that have to be mentioned too, especially with the website and all these other things that have to be done. And I'm trying to do them as best as I can. And I have to explain a couple of things and try and remember it from memory and try to explain where this industry is headed and where all these things are just going to end up. Okay. I was planning to expand this show in season four. I was planning to expand the show. We were going to do interviews in between the months, between then and the next review, and the next review and previews, and just go through what we talked about to just complete, really round out the show and all the and many other things of that nature. Um, and I was going to work on other projects as well. We were gonna go on a eighteen uh seven schedule. Elias was going to be busy. Elias was going to talk to people, get some, get to know them, start doing interviews, whole nine yards. It was going to be great. Unfortunately, Elias became a victim. And I don't say I'm a victim. I will never say that. But we will try and overcome it. We always have. I always have. But we became a victim of the housing issues. They're going around all over this country. Because we became a victim of this particular issue, as it were, it became much harder to 
deal with the situations at hand. And we had to scale back a lot of the plans that we had for our projects and our ideas. And we had to scale back big time. And it, and it pissed Elias right straight off. The things that I wanted to tell people to explain to people what was going on. It wasn't going to be successful. So did I let things happen where they may and just moved on from there? I didn't want to talk about certain things. I didn't want to do particular thing. I didn't want to say anything until I was in the right place. I'm still not going to say anything until I'm in the right place. We're not in the right place now. So that's life. Unfortunately, especially now as we're going through all these particular tragedies that human beings are going through. The industry and America in particular has begun to consolidate and begun to virtually integrate themselves as certain larger entities. And one of the things that is going to get lost in the shuffle of all of this is the way they see the way they see animation as a whole. And a lot of people who have been a fan for many, many years, some the complaints, some not the complaints, some dealing with, oh, we got to do unionization, whatever you got to do. At the end of the day, and we're beginning to see aspects of it now, especially with the issues concerning with um, workers' rights, um, rest and other particular things, even the, um, the Japanese government is trying to crack down on this overwork that is happening all over the place, especially in the animation business in Japan. And it's getting worse. And one of the reasons why it's getting worse is because and why one of the reasons it's getting worse and it's going to increasingly getting worse is because the Americans, and this is the truth, the Americans have literally expanded the internet space, but has closed off the cable space and neutered the broadcast space, the OTA space. Whereas, because of the closing of the cable space, the viewership outside of sports is, and some news, of course, is nowhere to be found. And outside of sports, especially the NFL, it's not going to happen when it's become broadcast. And then they expanded the web space as it were 
But that is, that comes with its own issues. One of the things that people need to recognize and realize, and I think that it has become apparent to everyone involved, is that we're having a moment where the censorship is not going to stay for long. The people there are paying, it is going to reach a point where these freelancers are not going to be, are going to leave this business. There was going to come a time where they're not going to have Korea and they're not going to have Vietnam and they're not going to have all these other entities doing the animation. They're not even going to even get Indonesians and other or Malaysians in this game. It is not going to happen. They can have all the Americans they want to, but the Americans are now going through something that is going to basically change the structure of the way they do things in this country in ways that we cannot possibly predict. The Japanese need to fix their industry in the way they have to fix it. But I'm beginning to realize that we are at least 24 months from a necessary correct from a necessary correction we're 24 months away it's just not it's not possible and everybody kind of knows this that it was going to come but it's going to be a disaster for crunchyroll it's going to be a disaster for sony in particular it's going to be a disaster for disney and an even greater disaster for disney because they're trying to, especially if I hear rumors that they're trying to do a live action version of of Dragon Ball and trying to put it on Disney Plus to get the Disney Plus people to watch the live action version of Dragon Ball, which has not been successful. None of the anime, live action anime have been successful ever. It hasn't happened. It's still not going to happen. They're going to try and bullshit around it. It's still not going to happen. It's bullshit. It's gonna do it. It's gonna fail. It's gonna fail. Stop playing. It's over. The gig is up. One of the things that people have to recognize and uh, and and respect in certain ways, I began to. I'm seeing things. I mean, I'm seeing things on Instagram and I'm seeing things on. Twitter and I'm seeing things on other places that as Twitter as a voice of certain things that need to be talked about with politics that dies away there are certain aspects of Twitter that has become more successful than others. 
as aspects of Instagram becomes more closed off, there are certain aspects of Instagram that are becoming more successful even with all the tricks and the tropes and all the rest of these things these marketers are doing with the social media. Which leads me to believe that we're going to reach a point where one or two things could happen. Japan has to then begin the process of doing one or two things. They have to start beginning a process of trying to get these freelance animators protections in order for those freelance animators to have to be able to find success. Otherwise, they're going to lose out. I'm expecting that the dam is going to break. That there will be a a reality check in the business that there will be certain things for adults. There will be certain things that will be close to all audience. And there will be certain things for children. There needs to be a way that everybody gets the right pay for the right reasons to be successful all over and to be successful in a point where one can live in Tokyo or one can live in this particular place for the time of the contract and then they can move on to other projects and they will be able to treat them with the same type of respect but I also sense that there will be have you ever heard of this DL site yeah you heard of it a lot of people heard of it there may be a point there and there may have to be more pensives more of these things because I think the dam has broke I think that now the river is flowing they now have we now got to use the river for what it is and develop ways to work with the river and not against it you understand what I'm saying that doesn't mean censorship censorship got us to this point where the dam is about is broken it is seeping water we can't stop it we we're build a new dam they're gonna go the water gonna go over it we gotta work with the river and we gotta work with the changes with the river maybe the river will be calmer after the dam breaks if that happens that's great thing for everybody but the dam but now 
maybe the river becomes more harder to deal with. We develop ways in how to solve those particular things. And what I mean by the river being why the dam is loose is because there was a post from a um, from ANN and other particular places of that nature that said, oh, this anti-work so, looked so good. I can't believe that this tunnel is doing well. And then I said, the dam is broken, it's over. Play games, country rule's gone. Country rule will be just a distant memory. We're 24 months from a correction. How do we deal with that correction is the way we're going to have to deal with it. So that leads into what I want to discuss for the future of the show. I'm working on the website, um, Doga Queen, and it's it, it got it's getting to me in ways that I never thought it would got get to me. But it is what it is. Once I get to the site, once I finish the site, and I finish the look of the site, and I finish all the other things with the site, and then I make the changes that I want to make. We're going to have a serious discussion about the things that I am seeing and I'm witnessing. And I am going to ultimately have to explain the future of this genre in a way that we have to tell the sad truth. And we must now build resources and we must now build platforms in order for everybody to have a place and to make sure that these artists, these talented artists aren't lost to history. And these talented animators to be fed and in the future to raise children and all the rest of it. And if if it, to help them to develop themselves so they can become leaders in the industry. But the only way this it has to be done is that the dam must break in America when it comes to cultural formation and others. And once that dam breaks, we can finally see the freedom that we need to have and finally have the respect of the artist's work being shown to those who really want to see it and really want to support them. That's all this is. But the problem is for for taking those sides that we don't have the space. 
and we have other projects to do and we don't have the space for that either. I am going to do at least another 15, 20 episodes of this of this lot of this kicking no side because I believe there is something to be said for this animation and how I still love animation all the rest of it I talk about it and all the rest of it and there's still some things that need to be discussed but Past maybe season six, season seven. I'm not going to do this anymore unless I get the space. Once I get the space, I might continue it for years and years and years to come. That's that's a given. I can continue this for years and years to come. There is no ending. But in my life right now, Elias is still walking, but the roads are getting blocked. And so he needs to find new roads, needs to find new paths. And so one of the paths one has to take is the very thing that's causing a lot of the problems, but we need to show it in a different direction. There's a lot of ideas I want to showcase. Elias wants to show, but Elias is not going to show them in this particular time and in this particular way. It has to be done in different forms. We want to get the interviews done. We can't do that until in the future. And the future is not set in stone. In October will be season two of uh, season five of episode two. Episode two, season five. I will do something different for that show in particular. Reviews this, yes. Yes. But one segment, I'm going to tell y'all a story. Nothing to do with Crunchyroll, nothing to do with Formation, nothing to do with all of this. It is going to be a story that kickstarts everything. It's not going to be censored. It is the story that I told in a way in 2016. But now it's expanded into a different realm. And I think once it's developed, I think you will understand why I have to do the things I need to do. Sit back, get that popcorn ready. 
Elias is about to shock the world and finally put Crunchyroll down in its place. But we need this space. And I'm sorry that we couldn't do much more. I hope all of that changes as this new season begins. We'll be back right after this on Kicking No Side. Thank you, folks. It's finally new season. We decided to make season four a little short. It is what it is, but it had to be done. Season five, episode two is coming in November. It'll be one week earlier than usual, but hey, it's better for all of us involved. We will have the reviews for the summer and it's going to be a very interesting summer. We will have previews for the fall season. Oh, and there's going to be a lot of returns this fall season and a lot of great shows in the fall season. A lot of great shows. And then we'll talk about one of the things that are happening in the industry that have to be discussed. So, for all of us here at Kegan Osai and Doga Queen, this is Elias. Come, walk with me as we go beyond your bounds. We'll see you all in October, Spooky Month, on Kagan Osai. Kagan Osai, Dover Queen's radio show, is a Karoo Gothic production. <laughs>